Welcome back to the End of the Fold podcast. It is December 6th, 2023, and I am your host, Greg Potter. I got to have a very interesting conversation with someone the other day that until recently has been somewhat unknown in the poker community. You might not know Alex Spencer by name, but if you've watched the Lodge live stream anytime recently, then you've certainly heard of the British Bulldog, who has quickly become a fan favorite and is a very welcome addition to the stream, both for his play style and his personality. It was a lot of fun sitting down with Alex at the Lodge and getting to know him for a while, and it was also a really great opportunity to test out my live podcast setup. But let's just get right into it, and let's bring Alex Spencer, the British Bulldog, into the fold. I have to bounce. I got about an hour. Okay, yeah, that's fine. No, that's usually about how long these go anyway. Cool. So. Have you done them with many people? Uh, I've done, let's see, I've done 11 now, 11 episodes now. Oh, nice, okay. So I've done, uh, I had like Brad and Andrew on. Oh, cool. Um, I've had I've had a few people on. Cool. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. I usually use this as like a a good way to just get to know people. In right, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, because makes sense. Most of the time I've done it by playing, but I haven't been able to play for like two years now, so... Because uh, you've been working a lot? Or? Uh, no, mostly like money issues. Okay, I okay. was very bad with my money. Um, Most people who play poker are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of the uh, that's the common denominator. Yeah, it really wasn't. It wasn't in poker. It was outside of poker. Like I, I played professionally for about a year and a half, and it was going really, really well. But then, like six months before I had started doing that, I made like twelve dollars an hour, and then oh, suddenly okay, okay. I was making one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. so I had like, You're like I'm rich. I'm I had rich. Like I had no concept of the value of the dollar, and so I just started spending. And even though like poker was still going well, I just like took on a lot of financial responsibility and just burnt it all out. That's so. that's the common thing, isn't it? When you win money, you spend it. When you lose it, you do the same amount of money back. You look at the money you spent. You're like, oh shit! I probably shouldn't have spent that much. Money. Exactly. So I'm still making up for that mistake, unfortunately. But it's uh, it is what it is. Someday I'll get back in it. But excellent. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, yeah, man, this is just really good opportunity just to get to know a lot of the players around here. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um. So this is a really good way to do this. So thank you again for no problem. Just for doing this. Really, I wanted to get a little bit of background on you because I don't really know anything about you. Sure, like, <laughs> you don't have you don't have a ton of social media presence, from what I saw. Not really, no. And you kind of came out of nowhere, and it's kind of a big thing for a dude that plays the stakes that you do to come out of absolutely nowhere. So I'm just curious. So, I mean, you grew up in Leeds, right? That's what you said. Uh, yeah, I grew up initially in Doncaster, which okay. is like an maybe an hour from Leeds. Um, Studied at university in York, and then once I finished uni, I moved to Leeds. Okay, I see. I got you. So, so Doncaster is just like a small town. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. it's kind of like the same as Leeds, but everything's worse. You know, uh, there's there's, <laughs> there's really not a lot going on there. So, I see, you know, yeah. as much of- as I appreciate my family, I was uh, you know kind of happy to get out of there. Sure. So you had pretty like small town beginning. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 That's interesting. So, I mean, how long? How long did you actually live there before moving to Leeds? So I lived in Doncaster until I was 18. I went to uni until 21. Mm. And then straight from uni, I got a place in Leeds, which is where I've lived since. I mean, I travel around a lot, but that's been my base for the last nine years. Right, got you. Um, yeah, so straight out of uni, I went into poker. Oh, I um, see. I was playing at university. Um, okay, you played through university. Yeah, and to be honest, 
maybe after like my first year of university, I kind of knew I was going to be a professional poker player. Or at least yeah. I was going to try to be. Right. But I, you know, I couldn't tell my mom that. Right. <laughs> you That's know, so tell. you know, like the, the at least the one thing I had to you know tell her was that I finished my degree. Mm. So I couldn't drop out. I mean, as much as anything, I was having a good time at university. Mm-hmm. Like whether I end up using my degree or not i currently haven't used it to this point but whether i do or not i you know i learned a lot university like socially and also enjoyed myself a lot so it wasn't wasted time but for my mum's sake i should finish out my degree for sure yeah Yeah. i i understand that trust me i I was kind of in the same boat what did you study uh, accounting and business management. Oh, interesting. Okay. I mean, that's good. That's good background knowledge to have for, you know, yeah, right. Yeah. And stuff, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's numbers. There's, you know, there's a little bit of risk assessment there. It's not yeah. completely irrelevant, but yeah. the certificate itself, the actual thing that I received at the end, which ironically I never picked up. I was in, so my graduation timed with the World Series oh, and I okay. just turned 21. <laughs> so, you know, I was like, okay, I got a bit of a, a dilemma here. I've got a bit of a crossroads and sure. ob- obviously the crossroads led to Vegas and not to my graduation. So mm. my certificate's actually probably still in the university somewhere. But. That's hilarious, actually. That's, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm, I was very much the same way. I, I, my degree's environmental science, so it was a science degree. Oh, cool. okay. And I don't regret getting it. But I haven't used it once. So, you know, I'm, I'm working yeah, right. poker yeah, yeah, exclusively yeah. now. So I, I got it right uh, right before COVID, too. So that didn't help. It didn't help. The job market was complete shit. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. That, yeah, that's the worst time to get out. Pretty much, yeah. Worst time to get out of college. And then I ended up working in Dallas at, at a card room. Have you been to TCH? Yes, I've been to... There's two, right? I've, yeah, I've been two. to one of them. Yeah. I played a stream there once. Um, I don't know which one it was. That's the old location. Yeah, right. So. That's the one I went to. Yeah, from what I hear, that's where most of the bigger games kind of fall okay. now, I cool. think. But yeah, that's that's where I ended up working. And then I, I started working as a dealer. And then I, was, I finally had the money to put together an actual bankroll. Nice. Um, and started playing. And then it just... You were playing live poker or you were playing mm-hmm. online? No, live, live poker. Okay. I, I never really had access to online poker. Otherwise, I'd be playing that now. Yeah, it's funny. I hear Americans say that quite a lot. But, you yeah. know, there, there are definitely some American sites. And they maybe operate under a gray area. They do. And they're not promoted. But, you know, they, they do exist. Yeah. Like, there's like ACR and stuff. It doesn't feel great like it feels yeah. like the rate can be really high in the cash games and it like at any time the site could just go down and you're just fucked yeah right yeah. so you yeah, have to really limit your exposure on that but yeah it was mostly just live basically started out playing one two and then was playing 10 quarter within like i don't know six months or so nice pretty yeah. good pretty that's pretty good it, rate of improvement I mean, it was, in, in it any was, other job that would see you be the ceo in about two years that's uh <laughs> that's that's pretty good going it was pretty ridiculous at first especially um in dallas you know everybody had been trapped inside for covid and then all of a sudden dallas or a uh, poker is now above ground in dallas, ah, okay right? of course yeah, so that's... it was a huge influx right of just anyone and everyone that wanted to gamble yeah um the games were insane like i can imagine it it was it was ridiculous and i was even taking like coaching at the time my coach had to like really tell me like you know that like this is not the norm right like you have to know that this is not typical of most this is gonna last for six months and then things are gonna regress to the mean exactly exactly so it's uh i didn't really know what i was getting into and i just had no I didn't have a lot of good foundation, foundational knowledge to like really survive. So, okay, okay. So that's kind of where I've, I've been at. That's why I don't really play much these days. But it's getting harder too. You know, it's getting you know the, the games are less available. I mean, still in Austin, we have a good scene, but right. you know, like I know 
other places from what I hear the scene's struggling a little bit like games are folding and mm. they're just less available to try and find yeah it, absolutely and I mean I, I've heard it's less so as the case in Dallas but even around here that's starting to be the case you so you've done like a lot of traveling around since graduating university you said so like yeah where mostly have you been you've kind of been all over the place from what I've heard you say no so, so I, I have been to a few different places but mm. generally so I, I've never been out east because so since I finished university I pretty much played exclusively online poker so I, I don't know how much you know about the UK live scene but mm-hmm. the UK live scene's really completely, really poor yeah, yeah it's just, there's dead. all sorts of legislation mm. that even if like you get 10 consenting players that turn up and want to play a game they can't do it for a bunch of bunch of bullshit reasons a yeah. bunch of bullshit reasons that the yeah. government put in place yeah. yeah um so I've been playing online poker since I left uni which is you know 21 22 years old mm-hmm. uh which gave me the luxury of being able to travel around uh so with a bunch of friends who also play online poker um we the first time we kind of just spun the globe and picked a place oh, okay. um, that's cool not not completely because we had to be to a certain time zone right. um you know like the we had to be uh behind the uk time so it had to be west it could have been anywhere in the states canada few of the islands or south america and we you know we thought anywhere in south america right so we kind of spun the glo- well spun the south american globe yeah. and um landed on the capital of colombia oh, okay which eight of us went out there and that was a lot of fun we were pretty young we were 23 24 mm-hmm. we're just like we're just gonna come into this six months whatever it is it is we're gonna we're gonna go and we're gonna see what happens and we had an absolute blast yeah so pretty much every year since then, I've been kind of doing, I spend the summers in the UK and then from maybe like September through to April, I go to South America. So mm-hmm. I, you know, I went to Colombia for probably about a year in total. I did about a year in Mexico. I did two years in Argentina, some more time just traveling around the other countries. Right. How old are you again, by the way? I'm 30. You're 30. Okay. For some reason, I thought you were a little bit younger, but <laughs> yeah, that's, that's still a lot of travel to be done, even in, you know, this amount of time. I assume a lot of that was facilitated just by being able to play poker and yeah, right. it's, pretty it's, decent ways it, doing that. Exactly. Yeah. It was like the remote working. Like, like it's like we weren't traveling in the sense of we weren't just flying out of there with a backpack and jumping mm. around places. We were literally picking a city and from there we might go on little weekend trips or week trips or whatever, but. Like essentially, we were living in a different city rather than like the the typical backpacking or traveling. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's awesome. I mean, so where would you say it was like the favorite destination that you've landed thus far? So the traveling you've done. It depends what you mean by favorite. Like my favorite place to live would, without doubt, be Buenos Aires, okay. the capital I've of Argentina. Actually, been to Buenos Aires. So. I loved it. What, what time of year did you go? Uh, oh God, when did we go? I went for a dove hunting trip. So I was oh, so you went down south to Patagonia. Yeah, that's yeah. where, yeah, we went to one of the resorts they had out down south. Oh, cool, and, nice. And um, we spent, and then I spent like two or three days in the city. So we, we had some really good food, some excellent food. Yeah. Good steak, I bet. Uh, we actually didn't go to a steakhouse. Oh, we, that's we, criminal. That's I criminal. That, that's, 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 that, that's, that's what they're known for. That's the thing. Yeah. We had a, we had a really delicious seafood dinner that um nice that was yeah the really sea, seafood's also good there, yeah. Yeah. But so that, that was really cool. I could, I could definitely see the appeal of Buenos Aires. It's a, it's a very vibrant city. Yeah, it's fantastic. Like, there's so much going on. Uh, if you go the right time of year, the, the, the weather's great. Mm. The food's good. It's super cheap. The people are really friendly. You know, there's the nightlife's great. There's, there really is a yeah. lot going on there. So first time we went out there was also, for, we usually pick six months for each of these places. Okay. And um, when I say we just, 
we we you know did it over and over again. So there's been like three or maybe four years where we've returned there for like that summer. Right, and you can you can play poker down there, right? On like online. Yeah, yeah. Did you uh, when you were there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. every time we've gone away, we played online. Okay. The hours are maybe slightly less. You know, like so if I was in the UK, maybe I'd be playing. 25 hours a week or something if mm. i was away it's more like 15 i see um, to be honest there's more fun things to be doing you know uh, if, if i'm at home in the uk it's like you know what else am i do i should be working right right that if, makes if, sense. I, if i'm in buenos aires there's maybe more options of you know fun activities and stuff to be doing absolutely um, but yeah that's 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 generally been the blueprint for the last maybe eight or nine years or something okay i mean sounds pretty awesome man I, so it, it sounds like you had a lot of like pretty good early success whenever you were playing online that like facilitated you doing these things. Cause it sounds like you came from like a, you know, like a relatively small town. I don't know what right, you did yeah. before then, but being able to travel even on a budget still requires like a good amount of freedom and a good amount of, you know, good amount of capital to actually do it. So it, it sounds like you did well online, I assume. Yeah. I, I, you know, I did pretty well. My, my results have been fairly consistent, mm-hmm. you know, throughout while I've been playing. Um, you know, we dropped into some opportunities at the right time, some, you know, different sites and I had a bit of a background of playing. So I played six max for a while and I played heads up for a while and mm-hmm. then back to six max. Oh, you but, played some heads up. Yeah. Okay. I guess that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That's a tricky format. It is. Yeah. It is for sure. I'm surprised you haven't taken, uh, taken on Doug in the heads up <laughs> challenge, man. Come on. Pick your enemies, you know, pick, pick your enemies. That's, that's the, that's the key to success in this racket. Pick your enemies. 100%. So what really, what drew you into the game? Like what, what was the first thing, like your first instance of playing, you know, was it just something you and your friends did or did you just see online poker and you, you know, thought maybe this was going to be a fun hobby and then it turned into a good opportunity or yeah so my dad plays my dad plays ah, quite a lot okay. so i, I, I definitely got into it via his interest i would say I see. um so like i saw him playing online and then he created me an account let's say semi-legally when i was 16 mm. and i but i was playing for nothing you know i deposited right. like 20 pounds 25 dollars or whatever and i was playing like the these like 20 cents sit and goes you know the, even the lowest state cash games i wouldn't play because they were like a four dollar buy-in i was like no no we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go less than that <laughs> you know i was 16 and i'm any money mm. um so i was you know i was playing on those and you know i was wasn't really winning wasn't really losing i was like this is you know kind of fun then throughout uni, I was kind of like studying the game and I was quite interested by like the, you know, the strategical de- developments and mm-hmm. stuff. And then I started winning and I was like, well, you know, this is encouraging. Yeah, um, for sure. And then when you start winning, you get a bit more of a thirst for studying more. Yeah, that's very So it's kind of like a snowball effect. So yeah, I was studying more and I started playing cash games. Mm-hmm. This was during maybe my first game, first uh, year of uni. Okay. Uh, studying cash games, getting a little bit better. And I used to... So when I was at university, I had like a weekend job. I used to work at Morrison's, just like a local supermarket. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, I've actually heard of Morrison's. Well. Oh, cool. I'm yeah. surprised at that. It's like yeah. for just like a regional supermarket in the UK. I think it's maybe I've heard about it on like a, I used to, I watch a lot of cooking TV shows. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So that, that would that, make sense. That, that, that would make sense. Yeah. yeah. I used to, I used to pack the shelves there. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, that's funny, man. I always, I always love hearing about that because I mean, that's just where people start out. It's always so interesting. You know, you meet these people along the way that are like, done very well for themselves and then you find out that they were you know like a 
a cashier or they were so know, so the, the, the crazy thing about that place is that um there were actually three of us mm. so maybe there was a team of i don't know 12 15 guys around my age you know between 16 and 20 that mm. worked on sundays and actually three of us are now playing poker professionally which, oh, really? is, which is crazy that is crazy two, two of them were friends and you know they kind of got into it together and then mm. i became friends with one of the other guys but i was kind of doing it independently and i realized that he played as well mm-hmm. um but yeah that's you know pretty wild that yeah, <laughs> you know three, three of 12 wild. went on to do that but yeah so i i so i was working that side job at uni and i was making my you know whatever my minimum wage hourly was like you know, seven dollars an hour or whatever mm-hmm. and after a period playing at uni i realized well, you know i can make seven dollars an hour playing you know these small states games online right. so you know, I'm going to quit my Sunday job and every Sunday I'm going to sit there and I'm going to play poker. And I guess that's kind of how it started really. And then from there, you know, I studied more and I, you know, moved up stakes and yeah, absolutely. I mean, and now you're playing some outrageous stakes. So yes, is, I mean, you play some really crazy stakes now. And even though you've been doing this for nine years, that still seem, you know, that's, you're in the nosebleeds now for, for the vast majority of poker players. So it's like, it seems like it's gone pretty well. Is it, is that all just due to poker? Or were you successful outside of it? I uh, regarding poker, you know, I played I play like a wide variety of sites and some of the sites mm. I played had some good good games good at the right, right times. Yeah. Um but you, you know, I financially I've mostly been successful through poker. I've tried a couple of other in- investment things mm-hmm. and I've not really been that successful. Like I tried investing in crypto. It's actually not gone terribly, but you know, it's it's not gone right. great. And some stuff with property, mm. it's also not gone great. To be honest, you know, <laughs> this is this, this is a lesson, right? It's the stick in your lane. Yeah, <laughs> you know, if you, if one thing works, just stick to that. Don't don't try and don't step into other areas. But um, yes, it's mostly been via poker. Okay, see, that's I mean, that's cool to see. You know, you don't see a lot of guys that survive this long. Quite frankly, you know, I'm 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 a good example of that. <laughs> to be honest, so um, but it's. It's really cool to to know that, you know, you really did just grind your way out through the stakes. You know, it didn't sound like you came from, like, you know, exceptionally good money in your family or anything like that. Uh, no, it's just mostly been through, you know, playing online. I So I, I did, I had a quite a big tournament score when I was at university. That was wow, like my... That, that will help for sure. That, that, was, that was like a big bankroll booster for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I won the... They ran a... It was like a UK national poker tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, which was a thousand dollar buy-in. I won a, about a hundred thousand in that. Wow! Yeah, so that was a that was a pretty nice bankroll booster. Yeah, nice springboard um, for sure. Yeah, and to be honest, when, after that, I went back to playing online cash games because mm-hmm. even when I won it, I realized that I wasn't really good at tournaments. Like I never really put much time into tournaments. I thought I'm going to play this. I got very lucky. You have to do to win a tournament. That's kind of how they work. Mm, yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I. I was, you know, I realized the tournaments weren't really my game. So after playing that, I went straight back to online cash games. But I, it was useful having that money as like a, I was like, okay, well, that's a backdrop now. Like there's no pressure on me to make money right now playing yeah. online cash or, you know, if, if I happen to bust my bankroll, mm-hmm. not as much of a big deal. Cause you know, I was, I think I was like 19 or 20 at the time. So I was like, okay, well, you know, I've still got, you know, good backup amount of money for for a 19 year old after that tournament score yeah but i still went back and i i still you know i went back to playing like mid stakes and low stake cash games online which is what i was playing before because mm-hmm. you know i kind of thought to myself if i can beat high stakes cash games online that'll be because i can also beat mid stakes cash games and there's no rush i'm 19 right. so so i i kind of use that money as a backup but i still kind of 
tried to do things like the right way, like grinding through the stakes. Yeah, that's a that's a really good mindset. I feel like to have early on, even you know, I mean, a, a lot of people I think would take a big score like that and then immediately try and shoot at higher stakes, and it might go well, but it also might not. Might yeah, not, right. even, not even just for any fault of your own it's like the variance might just kick your ass of course yeah I, I actually had a couple of friends where i'd learned that lesson off before i had the chance mm. to do it myself like mm. i saw them do well in like epts or like maybe like a big score in the world series mm-hmm. and i saw them trying to chase a repeat score by traveling around and playing these events that are like 5ks and 10ks and say you win a couple of hundred k in in one of these events if you're going around and you're playing 5k tournaments with 5k expenses every other week, you know, you're going to burn through that pretty quickly. Yeah. For you know, sure. if, if you don't, if you run bad for a year and don't get a big score in a year, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's exactly, that's exactly how most, I feel like most poker players fail is they, they try and shoot too high. And, yes. Um, and then just crack their roll, you know, and then it's so hard to recover. It's so hard to recover when it's gone. That's the catch 22 of it. They're all poker fans. We all yeah. want to shoot for the top, you know? Yeah, and, exactly. And for some people it works, but you're right. For the great majority, if you take that high risk approach, mm. you know, you kind of end up falling into the, into the pit. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly that. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that's where I felt like at sometimes, even though I knew that I was competitive at some of the higher state games. Like I used to play, like, like I said, like 10 quarter um, games that were similar to not quite these stakes that we have on the stream, but like very close to it. And I was winning, but I, it wasn't like, it wasn't sustainable. You know, I was just, right. I was shooting too high. Um, even though I like legitimately thought I was competitive, it was just, you know, the variance took over. I took on too much responsibility and it just, it cracked it. So. The thing is, when you're grinding these live games, especially if it's with like a, a bit of a vulnerable bankroll, like you're, mm-hmm. you know, you're playing a game where maybe like a, a, a big loss might hurt your bankroll significantly. Mm-hmm. It's really hard because you've got no objective measurement of how much you'd be in a game for. Like if you Correct. play online poker, you know, like and somebody could play, for example, one, two online, you're mm-hmm. buying in for $200 a game. And, you know, some of those guys can make, like, $200,000 a year. Right. So, like, the variance is kind of irrelevant. You know, they can lose for a month straight and don't really matter because they're just churning out their, their winnings each month. Whereas mm-hmm. when you play live poker, it's not really like that. Yeah, you can't get the you volume. Know, yeah, you play a 10-quarter game, you're getting 25 hands an hour. Mm-hmm. Some of the games, maybe you're, like, 3,000 deep. In other games, you might be $15,000 deep with somebody. Mm. And, you know, say you, say you get it in, you lose in a 30K pot. You know, it's going to take you weeks, months, you know. To grind that back. Exactly, right? So it's kind of, the the variance is is a bit of a sick beast in (laughs) in live poker, especially when you're shooting, you know, higher stakes. Absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, definitely an understatement for sure. So you mentioned that you had, you really took a lot of interest early on in like the the strategy side of of poker and stuff. Did you start working with like solvers? So I did. And that's why I kind of had a bit of a midpoint in my poker career where I went from really liking the game to really disliking the game. Um, Okay. uh, And I think that came from, you know, I got very motivated in my early twenties, maybe when I was like 23, 24, Mm. very motivating study, very motivated studying a lot, you know, trying to get as good as I could be, which included a lot of solver work, which, Mm you know is as useful as solver work is for anybody trying to improve is is extremely boring it it is you're in numbers you're waiting it's you know it's computer programs it's it's not really what i like about the game you know it's not i feel like it's not really in the spirit of why people get into poker but it is unfortunately essential if you're trying to play high stakes online yeah um 
So I, I did get into solvers and I spent quite a lot of time studying for maybe like a year, 18 months. Mm. And then when I came through the back end of that, I was a lot better at poker, but I also just wasn't really enjoying playing at it. all. Yeah. Mm. It was like I'd log on and I'd play and even when I was winning, I wasn't really enjoying it. I was kind of just like, this is, you know, a bit of a grind. So I kind of came through that and I did pretty well out of it. Like it was, you know, some of my more successful years. Then I just kind of found I really wasn't enjoying it. So mm. I took a little bit of time off. And when I went back, I just thought, you know, I'm just going to kind of leave the solvers and just, just do your thing. Just do my thing and, you know, maybe play easy games if I have to move down stakes. So be it. I'm fine with that. You know, I'm, I'm not, I'm past trying to be like, you know, the, yeah. the, the you know, I, I, I don't really care too much about being like the, the best player I can be or whatever. I'm just trying to, you know, enjoy my, enjoy what I do. Yeah. I, I think there's a lot, a lot to be said for that. I think some people at times can get lost in like the grind to, to improve. Right. Yeah. When it's like you could make a fantastic living just sitting at a stake you're comfortable with. Exactly. Fi- uh, financially and that you can consistently win. And exactly. That's kind of what I figured out. You know, yeah. like it get, you know, it gets to a point where you're just like, well, there's a trade off here. And, mm. you know, and this is something that I sit down and I do for, 20, 30 hours a week, I, sh- you know, I should make sure I'm enjoying it, mm-hmm. you know. That's absolutely and true. if I, if the trade-off's slightly less money, but, you know, it means I enjoy what I do, mm-hmm. I'm perfectly happy with that. So that's kind of what I've been doing in recent years. Um, you know, I played some probably, like probably easier games than what I was playing before. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my results were still fine, but, you know, I was maybe selecting games more than I would, would in the past. Mm-hmm and then yeah maybe about a year ago i started to make the transition into live poker so okay i played a bit of live poker when i was at uni so when i was maybe my like first year playing when i was like 18 19 i was playing pretty much exclusively live cash Mm -hmm. when i had my tournament score then i went to online cash and then last year i switched back to live so it'd probably been a good eight or nine years where I played like very, very little live poker, to be honest. I see. I mean, that's kind of cool. I, I mean, I knew you were from the UK and I know that that live scene can be pretty dry, but I, yeah. I, I was always curious how, cause you seem so comfortable at the tables, quite frankly. It's, so, it's just fun, you know, yeah. if you enjoy yourself, you know, things, things get easier. A couple of beers, have, you know, have a bit <laughs> of fun. It's, you know. Yeah. No, that, that's cool. So when did you, uh, when did you actually come to the US? Like was, I assume the lodge wasn't your first stop for live poker in the US. So, so weirdly, I was actually in, so I'd done a couple of trips to Vegas in my early twenties, but then since then I've not played anywhere in the US live other than, than Austin. Um, I came here for the first time about two years ago as part of a road trip. Okay. Which I was doing from, we actually started in Dallas and we came here, went to Houston okay. and we drove through to Florida. Um, but I really liked Austin and I had a couple of friends here. I like friends of friends. So at the end of the road trip, when all my friends went back and I was like, okay, still cold in England. I don't know what I'm going to do. Maybe I'm going to go to South America. Mm-hmm. I ended up coming back to Austin and I stayed here for two months. And weirdly, when I was here, I'd actually had not heard of the lodge. Um, That's interesting. So I was just playing, I was playing online poker. You know, as I had done for the last eight, nine years. Oh, while you were here? Yeah. Oh, okay. And I was here for two months and I actually never played the Lodge. Um, it's wild. It's yeah. wild to think about now, I guess. Yeah, I know, right? I, I played at uh, TCH once mm-hmm. and I'd only heard of that one because I played when I was in Dallas once and when I was in TCH, they told me there was a uh, an Austin branch. You know, that's really interesting. I wonder, 
I mean, I worked at, I, I literally opened the TCH in, in Dallas. Like, it's crazy how we probably just missed each other by like, oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, uh, I worked there from, I think it had been open for four weeks when I got hired as a dealer. Oh, and nice. then, and then two months after that, I got, um, I got the, the job doing the commentary for their live stream. And so that's pretty wild that, you know, at some point, like we probably just like walk right past each other. Yeah, probably then, right. It was probably about the, about the same timeline. Yeah, it had to have been. That's pretty, that's pretty insane. I actually almost ended up working here. Um, I lived in Georgetown, just north of here. Yeah. I and Georgetown. I, that was during COVID though. And I had moved down here for a job that I lost and I had to move back, but I had started to train to be a dealer here initially. And then COVID shut, you know, they had to close the doors for a while because of uh, all the restrictions. Of course. Yeah. Well, well, terrible time for any like business that's like uh, new and growing is miserable. And the fact that the lodge came out on the other side is just great. So like, I'm, I'm so glad it survived, you know, not not, truly, obviously because I'm here now and it's a great business, but just because the people here are fantastic and they deserve to see their business succeed. Everybody here is extremely friendly. Yeah. That's one thing that's like. I don't have much experience playing live poker in the US, but mm. certainly compared to the UK, like in terms of the players, the staff, everybody that I deal with, like certainly the production on the stream, like everyone's really friendly, really nice. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, it's a very fun experience. Yeah, that's um, cool. And it's like really is chalk and cheese compared to the UK where often you. It's what? I'm sorry. Chalk and cheese. You never heard that. No, you never heard that saying. That, 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 that might be British. Yeah, it's um, a little British for me, I think. But uh, essentially, I think I know what you, mean you get now. the gist of it. You know, it's completely, yeah. completely different to yeah. the UK where like, um, yeah, the games in the UK, they're often like, you know, people are very miserable. Nobody's chatting to each other. The staff mm-hmm. are completely hopeless. Oh man. There's That's not really rough. much of like a homely feel of the place you play. It's just, it's kind of like pokers in, cause they're all casinos. They're not poker clubs. So it's kind of like, Poker's something that they put on to appease players, but really they don't, they don't care about it. They want you to play roulette. You know, yeah, they, they want you to lose yeah, it all on the floor. They yeah, don't right. Give a shit about the poker. Yeah, they're not really making any money off the poker. They just, you know, they put up with it just to, to appease people. Really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that makes sense. So how did you actually hear about the lodge? itself? was it the live stream or <sighs> had, I mean, you've been to Austin, so it was the live stream. Yeah, it was the live yeah. stream. Yeah. Okay. And, um, when did you decide that you wanted to actually like play on the live stream? Because I don't think I'd ever, I mean, you didn't play much out on the floor before suddenly coming in and playing some no, bigger games. No, very, very little. Um, yeah. So I'd seen a couple of like the, the larger streams that mm. like kind of made their way across my YouTube homepage. Yeah. yeah um, and I was like, well, Austin, I liked, so I, so I think I would have come here, come back here either way. So I thought, you know, I'm going to come back to Austin had a good time there. I'm going to play online and then I walk into the lodge and, you know, see what's happening. Mm. So I walked in and I played one day, um, asked the people, you know, I basically asked players, like, how can I get onto the, the live stream? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they said, message Skull, Mike on Instagram. Yep. So I, I did. And he's like, oh, we've actually got a seat on the 510 this week and there's a 1500 at the weekend. Mm-hmm. We'll put you in the 510. See how you go. See how it then, goes. Yeah, yeah. And then it's, uh, so. <laughs> we have every interest in getting you in the game now. So. <laughs> yeah, but the, so the, the funny thing was, I, I didn't have, I didn't have much cash because. Right. You didn't uh, expect to be playing. I didn't, I didn't think crazy I, stakes, yeah, so. yeah. I, you know, I, I kind of came out here without much of a plan. I had my laptop. I was like, whatever. I'll go down to the lodge, see if there's anything going on. But mm. it, like, it wasn't like my, like plan A or anything. So I didn't have much cash. So I jumped in the 510. I had like, I think I can't remember. Maybe I had $4,000 or something. Mm-hmm. And 
I dusted that pretty spectacularly. I think I bluffed <laughs> it off with seven deuce. Um, yeah, which, maybe, maybe so. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like something I would do. Um, <laughs> and I was like nearly having to quit like an hour in. And I was like, well, this is not going to look good because I asked the guy to play 50 hundred. And right. you know, now he's like, okay, this guy's leaving he's when he's leaving. stuck 4K. Yeah. Uh, and lo- <laughs> luckily, I think I'm pretty sure it was Zach who had joined the game, mm-hmm. didn't know me at all. And I was like, you know, as soon as we get off stream, I can send you Bitcoin, but like, I, I really don't have it, like any cash is there any way you can lend me and I, I'll settle straight after the stream. Mm. Unfortunately, you know, he thought I didn't look like a crook and, uh, <laughs> and lent me the money. I actually think I ended up winning a lot of money that day. Oh, uh, once, once it ran post stream, mm-hmm. I think I ended up winning, I can't remember, maybe 30 or 40,000, but, um, yeah, he, he lent me the money so I could end up, you know, so I could carry on playing. And then, oh, that's cool. So it all kind of worked out. Yeah. 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 And now you're playing as often as we'll let you, as often as we can get you. Yeah, ab- absolutely. I, lo- I love yeah. playing on the stream. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, know? no, it, it seems well, like, I mean, you're fun to watch, man, really. Um, I mean, I, before I was a player, I was always a poker fan and seeing that kind of degeneracy and, <laughs> uh, yes, <laughs> and stuff absolutely. Is, is a lot of fun. And I mean, you've got a pretty unique play style and, you know, it's not really one that many would uh, recommend sometimes uh, it's, it's, it's certainly not what i would recommend you know <laughs> yeah. it's, uh, I, not everything i do i, I would recommend that, that's <laughs> for sure but you know i'm having a lot of fun out there yeah it really seems like it i mean you bring the action and is that really just because you you know you like to play hands you like to see flops or is there so maybe a little more to it or are you just really trying to make the game and the stream entertaining it's it's a bit of everything i'm enjoying myself is mm-hmm. is, is is the main thing you know like um especially in you know the games that are like five five ten I feel like, you know, if I do something and it's not necessarily advised or the best thing in the world I could be doing, you know, it's not going to be super expensive. Sure. Um, But like, yeah, I'm enjoying myself. I feel like a lot of my edge comes in in the bigger pots as well versus like other players. Like when we're deep, you know, Mm -hmm. if the game's 5'10 and we're maybe 15, 20k deep, you know, (laughs) maybe the other guy don't want to play a 40k pot, but you know, I'm, I really want to. So, you, you know, like, you know, like I feel like, I can do like I can get away with doing certain things and in certain situations make up for it later, whether it's, you know, like putting somebody in an uncomfortable decision in a bigger part mm-hmm. or, you know, using my image to my advantage in, in a different spot or, or whatever. Um that's the me trying to justify. The other side of it is I'm having a lot of fun, you know. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, but Yeah, but I feel like if anyone, you know, who knows what who knows what they're doing looks close enough, they can tell. You know, they can yeah, tell right. that those things are true. And that's really, I mean, that's why I want to talk to you because it really does, you know, you have VPIPs of like 70% sometimes, but yet sometimes it seems like you're just fucking running over these games because of all these reasons you listed. It's like, I'm just going to put you on a spot and I don't care. Yeah. I don't care about the rest of it. Because- uh, yeah, exactly. And then certainly it depends on the lineup as well. You know, like there sure. are, you know, there's certainly some lineups where if I play 70% VPIP, yeah, you're get fucked. You know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You know, there are, there are some, you know. There are a lot of good players here, so yeah, there really are. There, there are certainly players who, if I'm playing that wide, would would pick on me. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's hard to imagine you getting picked on, man. If you're honest. playing seventy percent VPIP, you know, like if people know that you've got king three off in your range, they are just going to three bet you, and you know that's that's basically the top and bottom of it. Um, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and I do think that happens sometimes. So occasionally I have to rein it in somewhat, but sure. Even when I'm running it, I'm you know, still, still still getting in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it, well, it's cool, man. It's it's fun to watch. It's fun to be a part of um, just on production and stuff. So, and you're a pretty pretty nice guy. So we're usually rooting for you most That's of the good time. Good to hear. So, thank, yeah. thank you very much. I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I heard 
uh, just before the stream started, you're playing. You're playing in Vegas like next week, right? Yes, next uh, week today is my uh, is uh, it might be two games. So okay, there's actually sorry, it's a week tomorrow. So I mm-hmm. have a game that I'm definitely in a week tomorrow, which is a big one. That's a two four hundred of the blinds. I don't know if there's going to be straddles on top of that. Mm-hmm. Um, the only two names that I've got that are also playing are Ivy and Rampage, which. Oh, wow, man. Yeah. I've yeah. never, never played with Ivy before, so. Uh, d- have you played with a lot of fun. I don't remember. Did you play with him here? Rampage? Rampage, I played with, yeah. That's right. I actually thought he played well when he came here. Okay. I, I had an idea of what I thought he might play like based on. What you'd seen? Absolutely. Very little, to be honest. I don't okay. see clips. I thought he played pretty well. I thought most of his decisions and his sizes were pretty good. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Uh, prior to that, my opinion was that he wasn't going to be great. So, I mean, if you'd watched him from early on, like he, I think he would admit this as well. He was not very good. He okay, was, right, he was yeah. in there just dusting it. Man, maybe that's where I'd heard conflicting opinions. From. Yeah. And I think if it comes down again to the people that are really paying attention, though, is like it was very clear that he started like, you know, like study and like, right, right. and like really improving his game. And now he plays the biggest games that are televised. Yeah. Um, which is, which is insane. And I, I'm, I love seeing it because I met Ethan like two years ago, very briefly. And I've watched his stuff since he was playing one, two, one, three. So it's oh, nice. okay. pretty wild to see him. It's pretty cool to, to be able to watch the entire progression. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah see the whole story unfold, man. It's, uh, it, it's been really cool to watch. Same, same with, uh, Andrew and Brad, you know, they were a lot of my inspiration for starting to play. You know, That's I, had, cool. I had friends that played, I couldn't play at all when I first, found poker because the nearest game to me was one two and i was a broke ass college kid you know? okay yeah yeah so like i had gone up to uh i don't know if you've ever been to winstar no no it's a casino in oklahoma you don't okay. go there it's not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> i've heard i've heard a lot of people say that about oklahoma so you know <laughs> yeah in general you can just avoid the state but, yeah um but yeah so i i didn't play a lot so i kind of lived vicariously through them you know watching. okay cool yeah and then i eventually yeah they're, started playing. they're very they're very good for that their, their channel is very like accessible to people who are like just getting into poker or like have a passive interest in poker without knowing a lot of the strategy they yeah they make it entertaining they they reach like a really wide um audience so yeah they certainly do a lot of good for the game they do i i i'm glad you you think so there's some people that that don't (laughs) and (laughs) i i you know i i feel they could be a little more entertaining at the table certainly andrew but let's not get into that i mean i what they do with their vlogging i think is good for the game sure yeah i I agree Um, we can we can just leave it at that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah they certainly cast a a wide net you know they bring in a lot of a lot of new players which is without question yeah yeah, and like that's all you want to see and it's just it helps the community grow it's just it's better for everybody it just makes the yeah. whole experience more fun so, of course yeah 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 so are you are you nervous at all about playing with uh, phil ivy i mean i know even in the uk you guys probably knew his name so of course yeah he's, yeah. he's, he's big stuff no I'm, I'm really not I'm, I'm quite looking forward to it oh that's good i want to get at him yeah i'm, I'm i want to get in a big part with him I'm, uh, yeah. I'm yeah i'm i'm not nervous about it particularly um you know maybe i'm nervous about how the game will go but not mm-hmm. you know not 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 well, facing him yeah, whatever. Like, oh, I want to see you get in there with him, man. That was, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like, the first time I play with Doug, I want to, you know, I want to play with Doug. You sure. Know? You, yeah. You grow up watching these people. It's, you know, it's a bit of an honor to have the chance to, you know, play against them. So yeah, yeah. No, I, I remember I played with Doug twice, and I remember my first time playing with him. It was I felt very much that same way, where it's just like, all right, man. Yeah, let's, let's go. You know, yeah. Let's see. Let's get in there. Let's see what I got against. Yeah, against exactly. One of the best yeah, in the world, it's, it's, you know? that's what it feels like. You know, it's more of a. 
more of an opportunity rather than you know something to be nervous about. Sure. No, I, I'm glad you see it that way. Where I didn't, I don't know if you said, but I didn't catch it. Where are you playing? Like, are you playing like Poker Stars or something? Or it's in the Poker Go studio. Oh, it's oh, it's I had Poker Go. Oh, yeah. that's cool. I, yeah, I think so. I'm yeah. pretty, pretty sure it's in the Poker Go studio. No, that's a it's a beautiful studio. Me, me, Brennan, and Baylor um, that work in the back. We toured Poker Go about a month ago. Oh, nice. Um, beautiful studio. It looks so, fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So that'll be. Uh, I think that'll be really cool for you, not just to get to play with Ivy and, and Rampage, but it should be a pretty. Also, cool the whole experience playing there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it'll be a good time, man. So, um, con- congrats on that. How did you? How'd that happen? You know, how did you just fall uh, into that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, actually. Um, <laughs> no, I, it was actually School Mike here who approached me about it. He said they'd help, they'd asked him to, you know, help put a game together. Okay. Yeah. Does he know any players he might want to play? And he, you know, kind of put me forward. So mm. thank him for that. That's awesome. Um, that's, uh, I didn't know School did that. I mean, obviously yeah, I was, know everything he does here, but. Yeah. And, uh, that's kind of out of the blue, really. But yeah, he kind of said to me, I might have an opportunity for you in Vegas. And I was like, uh oh, this game might be too big for me because you know he he'd spoke maybe in the past about a million dollar cash game that oh, I think wow, he was yeah. kind of thinking about doing here, and that would be that would be big. too much for me. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, then he's you know said this game is going to be two four, mm-hmm. not the fifteen hundred three thousand million dollar game that I'd, I'd heard about. Yeah. Um, so I was like, okay, yeah, this you know this sounds great, and I, you know, yeah, just, like sign me in. Yeah, no, man, that sounds like a, a really cool experience, and uh, I'm glad that that was kind of facilitated through the lodge. You know, it really yeah, absolutely cements yeah. that it's a good decision to come play at the lodge. De- <laughs> definitely, I'm, I'm gonna be wearing my lodge merch when I when I go oh, play dude, there. Oh, dude, sweet. No, I'm I'm glad to hear that. Um, that's so cool. It's so cool to see what this place has become, just in part for like you know, because of people like you that come through that play here and then you know build these relationships later and go play other places with you know lodge yeah merch. right there's, there's, I mean the, the lodges. Whenever I played it, everyone's super helpful. Everyone's mm. been professional. Like it's been really, really good for a lot of things. Yeah, no, um, that's awesome to hear, man. Well, we're glad to have you. When are you actually, when are you, uh, when are you buying a house? <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's the big question, isn't it? I I don't know. I'm seeing how things go. For okay. now. I'm uh, I'm here until December sixteenth. So about two more weeks. I'm going back home for Christmas. I'm going to Thailand for a few weeks. Mm. Maybe Japan for a bit, and then. Wow, okay. Then I'm going to see, and I'm going to see. Okay. So, yeah, still going to be well-traveled, it sounds like. After, yeah, after you know, trying try to, try to mix it up a little bit. Sure, sure. No, well, that's cool, man. Um, I was going to ask what well, what's next for you, but you kind of laid it out pretty well, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In, in the short term, yeah. In, in the long term, I don't really know because I'm kind of – I kind of fell into playing mostly live poker by accident, like I said. When mm-hmm. I came to Austin, I was kind of thinking I would play online more than live and – I've been really enjoying myself a lot. You know, some of the, found some big games here, which are, you know, a lot of fun to play. And, but, well, all the games here are fun to play. But, mm-hmm. you know, especially finding the big games, I've kind of been thinking, well, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, I'm enjoying myself more. Maybe I should be playing more live poker than online poker. True. Whether that'll continue going forward, I don't really know. I'm, I'm not saying it won't. I, I just, I'm not a sort of person that thinks a long way down down the line, you know. Like right now, I'm playing live poker. It's going good. I'm enjoying myself. Sure. I got on holiday. I don't know what's happening after. Let you know. I'm gonna very much uh, flying by the seat of your pants. I guess. Yeah, 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 exactly. You know? I mean, that's cool. It's uh, it's good. It's good to hear that you're in a position that you can do that. You know, a lot of people I feel like want to, but don't always have um, the conditions to do it. So it's pretty cool that you're able to get around and travel and kind of just do. For do sure, what you that, want, for man. sure, that's a. That's a you know, hell of a luxury, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's honestly kind of everything I had for you. We we burned through some of this a little faster than I expected to. <laughs> it's not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, 
If there was nothing else, man, I'll probably just let you go. Perfect. You yeah, I, I Saturday night. I'm gonna go have a few drinks. I'm gonna go for dinner. So, all right, that, that does work. But all yeah, right. thanks a lot. It's been, uh, it's been enjoyable. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. Appreciate cool. it. Cool. Thank yeah. you.